This episode of the podcast was recorded live on Twitch. We did have some technical difficulties with the audio, so my apologies in advance, and hopefully this doesn't spoil your enjoyment of the podcast. Thank you. Hang on, you, you at least varnished the area where you were going to put the, the decals on. No, right? Sam. No, we didn't. <laughs> 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 Squidzilla Inc. podcast is sponsored by Goblin Gaming. Check out the link below for more savings on your hobby needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome everybody to the Round the Painting Table podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Warhammer Rose. Um, it's the first one of the new year. Hooray! We are here, finally. Apologies that we are we're fashionably late, uh, as everybody should be. Um, we're here tonight with Kitbash Converts. Hi. Green Skull Painting. Hello. Vulcan Lifts. And uh, we have Tara Dragoon. Um, we have him as uh, the the test card today uh, in the in the bottom right of your screen. Um, so <laughs> that's the uh, the technically difficult from the the, the YouTube's. Um, well, if, if nothing else, I am technical and I'm, I am indeed difficult. So exactly, it's yeah. So, uh, so welcome in everyone. Um, we are gonna get some painting done. We're gonna chat for a bit. We're gonna probably go about an hour and a half ish. Um, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. So again, as always, we're gonna cover that uh, all important. What have we done since the last podcast? So it's probably been about would you say about six, seven weeks, maybe a little bit longer. With Christmas, it bumped it back a bit. Yeah. So, so hopefully, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start because mine is all mine is all nights. Um, so off the back of my uh, New Year's hobby resolutions, Ooh, nice. um, I was like, yes, let's get these nights done. Let's get them done before I move on to anything else. Um, so we are we're at the 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 end is in sight. So um, over the the past few uh, streams, if you've been watching, hopefully you have. Um, you've seen me uh, painting up the, the various sizes of nights, um, contemplating various different things on, on the stream. And kind of finally settled on uh, what we're doing. The stream before last, I was um, painstakingly, as Green Skulls discussed, trying to add water slide transfers to a non-varnished model. Insert Whoa. gasp here. Um, <laughs> it's looking all right. Um, at least, hang on, you, you at least varnished the area where you were going to put the, the decals on. No, right? Sam. No, we didn't. Oh, Rose. Oh, God. audience, all right, and I'm not kidding you. My blood pressure was through the freaking roof. <laughs> was, was, did he at least we, we at least put on a not safe for work tag on the no, stream? No, right? there's nothing. There's no warnings, none, none whatsoever. <laughs> Don, you're a monster. Class is gambling, gambling with your miniatures. Yes. That yeah. might be why I don't like um, decals. Because I just varnish How put them out, though? That's the most important thing. So I've so I've got it here. You won't be able to see it very well on the stream, guys, unfortunately. But I've got the sad model I was doing here. One shoulder pad I'd messed up quite a bit, but they looks all right. Um, obviously, once it's all done and it's got that final varnish on. Sorry, the first varnish on. Um, cool. it'll uh, it'll be all right. Yeah. It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. And then on the the stream just gone. So um, Monday stream was it Monday stream? Yes, it was. No. Yeah. Yes, it was. Oh my god. Um, I decided to um, 
finally start building the bases. So this is what you can see on the table in front of me. This is um, some of, I've still got a big base and two armager bases left to build. Um, but I've basically taken some terrain, some of the Sector Imperialis terrain, um, used the existing cork, I've added some sprues, I've added some skulls, obviously. I've added a dead Skatari. He's just lurking in there. Uh, and the plan is that um, I will paint this on stream tonight. And then what I will then do, because I finally got it, is start adding some of these rocks. And these are from uh, Geeks Gaming Scenics. I've also got some of his glue. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be testing that out live, because obviously everything works well when you do it live. Um, you know, don't, don't work with kids and animals is what they say. Don't work with uh, latex, fast drying glue and rocks. Um, but once I've done these and I'm happy with them, so I'm hoping a, about another week's time, um, they can sit proudly on the mantelpiece looking at me until they can get into some games. And then I'm going to start my armies on parade, um, much to hopefully Green Skull's uh, joy, because then we can start uh, no. getting... No, just done it. I'm going to you for as long as possible. I hope you never start it. Because um, then we can... Yeah, until like the 1st of November. Then we can uh, start getting the boards and any supplies that we have in common uh, kind of together. And then uh, I'll get cracking on that. And obviously the sisters are getting a lot of love. Um, Kitbash Convert sent me a, a very nice um, picture. He didn't, he didn't kitbash it for me. He sent me a picture of a kitbash he saw, um, which looked like it was the, the, like the Lady Repentia, um, or the Mistress Repentia, whatever her name is. Uh, kitbashed out of a, is it a female Stormcast? Is that what you sent me? I think she's, um, I think she's like the, one of their hero type characters. Yeah. I don't know if she's from one of the um, Shadespire warbands, or whether uh -huh. she is a specific kind of hero unit. She may have even been like a limited edition type jobby. Okay, cool. So, I think um, the model you're after is called Naive Black Talon. That's uh, that, that sounds that very Sigmari. That be the one. Well, I have. Well, I have the Mistress Repentia unbuilt still, because I sold all the Repentia, because I was like, I don't want girls running at you with chainsaws, I just want gun nuns with guns, and tanks with flamers, um, but the, the meta is kind of swinging, like, if you want to do a little bit well with sisters, you need some uh, some raging nuns with a big uh, eviscerator chainsaw, so I might have to pick some of those up. Yeah, so I might have to pick those up. Um, so yeah, that is that is. Oh no, there is one more thing. So um, it is yet it is yet to go live. Um, but I have been asked to um, guess uh, guest write uh, a little blog post, uh, which is about uh, New Year's uh, resolutions going up soon. Um, so I enjoyed doing that. It's made a little bit different. It's made out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So yeah, look out for that soon. We'll uh, we'll be posting that in the social medias when that goes live. And uh, yeah, definitely. Um, did I do anything else? I don't think I did anything else. I think it was all night, all the time, all night long. Um, so let's go to let's go to Vulcan Lifts as uh, he's just put a paintbrush in his mouth and he's just about to start painting probably. Um, I'm painting. Sorry, I'm <laughs> on this side, my desk is here, so I, I don't have a swivel chair. What I will do is I'm just going to quickly turn you through to the 4K. There we go. And um, here he is. And as if by the power of magic. I've been painting up this monstrosity. <laughs> I use a painting handle because, as you see here, it is. Where would you even attach it? I don't know. 
<laughs> it's that big. Where would you even attach it? But the drill didn't work. The drill started <laughs> quoting strange Cthulian language at me whenever you tried try to drill it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's getting quite frustrating. Uh, yeah, so basically since January, um, I've been painting a entire drop fleet Commander Scourge commission for a friend. And this is the last model now, and it's very, very close to being finished. I thought I'd put a little bit more love on it today. Um, get it finished off, polished off, because it was the person's birthday on Friday. So I'll give them the final ah, nice. Monday. So that'll be really nice. Um, I've done a little bit on my Wood Elves for my Wood Elf Blood Bowl team. Um, they're coming along relatively nicely, and I need to do the skin, the hair, uh, some of the other like secondary colours. Um, and they're going to be a nice palette cleanser for me, I think, even though I'm still painting like oranges and yellows and things because I've done like an autumnal scheme. Um, but I've got a tree man, then I'm excited to paint like the um, the special trees from Game of Thrones. I keep forgetting the name of them. Weird woods or something. Um, yeah, tree tree dudes. Like, yeah, so like the god trees basically. They have like they're like white branches, and I'm going to do like a red sort of sap. Um, and stuff like this flowing out of the eyes and the mouth and stuff like this. So excited for that. And like the bases of the Wood Elves, I've put like the you know the Citadel Vines pack. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've made it so a couple of them, about half the team, have the vines sticking out their bases that are the same color as the Treeman. So oh, that's cool. In my head, he's sort of like supporting his team through spitting his vines everywhere. Um. Like so yeah, that's pretty much what I've been working on. Um, I've got a lot of excitement to crack on with some Carnivale stuff once I finish this on my own resistance drop fleet commander force. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Once I finish this, I think it's going to be Wood Elves all the way until they're done. And uh, I also need to finish off another Cthulhu model, mm -hmm. which some of you may have seen on stream previously. So big boy, the big lad. Halfway through painting the big man himself, Cthulhu. Um, uh, that will probably be cracking on with in February. <laughs> oh no, that's a long joke. End of February <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Uh, but yeah, pretty much the entirety of January has just been working on this drop fleet commander commission. So, really busy one. Yeah, it's looking good. So. Is it, I'm happy, happy with that's coming together. Yeah, and the client's happy as well, which is obviously uh, that's the main the thing. Important bit, yeah. They picked the paint scheme and we were all a bit like, eh, is that going to work? But yeah, it's worked really cool. It looks really awesome. Uh, Are you watching one of the streams where it's been painted? Um, I think so. I think she watched one of them, but she's not massive on Twitch. Like, you know, not everybody likes Twitch, unfortunately. So it's not, it's not for everybody, is it? No. Um, awesome. But... We love a bit of Twitch. So yeah, excited. And looking forward to the rest of the new year. In terms of like sticking to hobby resolutions, I've still been painting about two to three times a week. So it's a bit more than I was doing in 2020. Awesome. Which I'm quite pleased with. Quite yeah, pleased definitely. With All right, mate. Awesome. Who do you want to go well, next? Who do I want to go next? Um, let's, go with, uh, let's go with Sammy. Let's see what Sammy's Sammy. been going to. Hello there. Right, well, unfortunately, since I don't have my camera, I can't actually show anybody what I'm doing. Uh, I'll need to take pictures afterwards for Instagram or something. Uh, but I'm also working my Carnivale stuff, as Thomas is saying Ooh. he needs to. 
I have got a bunch of Rushar, and I'm painting them all in weird poison frog colours. So they're all yellow and weird looking, and I'm quite enjoying myself, actually. Which is surprising. So I have actually painted something, believe it oh. or not. Awesome. And what I... So, so to somebody like myself who do, knows very little about Carnival, what rash are? What what kind of race or class or so, what, what are they? <laughs> depending on what you've heard about Carnival, I'm not still not even sure if it's Carnival or Carnival. I think it's Carnival. Carnival. I think it makes sense. Yeah, Carnival seems to make more sense to me. But I mean, but it's Carnival. So Carnival. Yeah, it's all based in Venice. So uh, yeah. As a game, it's a small skirmish gang-based fighter game where you take part in ancient in battles between gangs in ancient Venice where a huge rent has ripped, ripped apart the sky and is flooding Venice and the world with monsters and something like that. Okay. Very cool. Either way, I play the fish people, and they're awesome. The fish people. the babbies. Of course. The big baddies. Why would the fish people necessarily be baddies, Tom? That's a bit harsh. It's not that. It's yeah, that's very judgmental. Very speciesist, that is. It's, it's, okay. it's just because Sam plays the bad guys. Got a giant fish Why do they keep friends? I never usually play bad guys. I am the purest of Imperial soldiers in my 40k uh, armies. What about you, Slanesh, then? <laughs> I mean, the, the Slanesh don't count. They're just, they're just there. They're, that's the Sigmar army. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm sticking to it. I'm a noble <laughs> imperial imperial servant for forty k. Yeah. I, I collect the most loyal legion. I uh, collect the most loyal rogue traders, uh, and I also uh, uh, have the most loyal something else. No, we only have two forty k armies. Oh, uh, there's the Eldar as well, but we're looking to get rid of them. Yeah. So by loyal, he says dark. <laughs> so take it that way you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me let me read the uh, opening chapter of the uh, Dark Angels Codex I've just got here. Yeah, we are. We are loyal. If you'll excuse me. <laughs> is that what it says? We are loyal. Is our loyalty to the mouth. chaos gods? Straight from the Dark Angels' <laughs> mouth. Undeniable is our loyalty. Okay. That's what it says, what it says right here. God. That is exactly what somebody who wasn't loyal to the Imperium. Okay. Yeah. Now, which, which Imperium? To talk about. So then they then they go on to talk about some other stuff. Hang on, I don't need to take this from somebody who plays Ultramarines, from somebody whoa, 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 from the, whoa, whose whoa. Primarch literally seeded from the Imperium, and then like ignored his father as they were being like destroyed by the forces of Horus and only got there just in time. Ooh, that was convenient. I'm I'm sorry. What, where's your Primarch right now? Taking a nap, sleeping uh, on the we, job. We were busy. We were busy. There was there's other stuff to do. You, know? you were busy in the archives. I think you'll find that the most yeah to, to be fair i actually have no idea what lionel johnson was doing i'm sure it was of utmost importance for of you know, the most loyal so probably annoying somebody don't forget your legions are based on mine we are the, the goodest boy we're the original not my I'm, I'm fully supporting dark angels however whenever it was like oh yeah lionel johnson's quite a good guy i'm like yeah i'm gonna have to stop you there no he's not <laughs> he's, he's a terrible terrible person Fight, well, fight. Best of the world, that's for sure. Whoa. Apart from Jagatai oh, Khan, no, nobody, no, nobody could top Jagatai Khan. Khan and Russ are my favourite, and, and yeah. I'm still a Dark Angels player. So, Just so welcome to this painting podcast where we all argue about who's our favourite part. Uh, Primarchs. Primarch. Yeah. <laughs> Primarchs are a hot topic. Yeah, definitely. Always a hot topic. Only because everybody in the line's the best. Yeah. The top ten Primarchs go Russ. The top ten primates go the lion, the lion, the lion, the lion, Alpharius, and the lion. Asmodeus! 
It's weird that Alfaris was in there like five times. Uh, yeah, that's strange. Vulcan in there as well because he gives the best touch. Yeah, Vulcan's probably number two. If but yeah, Vulcan's in there as well, obviously. All he wants to give you is hugs. Hello, brother friend. <laughs> Can't say <laughs> brother friend. And if you do, he'll crush the legend. Yeah. I see. He wants to boop the snoot. Boop the snoot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to boop the snoot. <laughs> So you've been pretty productive then, Sam, from the sounds of it, which is good to hear. <laughs> well, I've painted three models, so that's more than... That is 300% more than you'd painted probably the year before. Well, I mean, last night I did paint 46 demonettes. Did you? But, yeah. You didn't, you didn't want to include that? <laughs> no, no, they were sort of minor footnote because it nearly killed me off painting forever. Yeah. And I've still <laughs> got so many more to go. Oh my god. So you start dreaming about that's right. Because if you did, I'd be very worried. We might have to purge you. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I've been dreaming about Slanesh since I was, well, probably too young to be dreaming about Slanesh. <laughs> you cannot purge me. <laughs> but I, I just want anybody, to, everybody to know my worship of Slanesh is completely unrelated to my space. Completely academic. Because I, as, yeah. as, as we know, that Dark Angels are, in fact, the most loyal to Slanesh. Yes, because no, no, the chaos worship. Chaos, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> what? Worship chaos undividedly. They are they are not loyal, more loyal to any one of the uh, chaos gods. Yes, that well known that well known chaos god known as the emperor. The emperor is a chaos god. He's just the uh, chaos god of order. Ooh, I learned something interesting. Did you know that the Tau have a chaos god? Oh yeah, this is a yes. this is a rabbit yeah. hole conversation. Of yeah, if I'm usually the one who starts digging the rabbit hole. <laughs> so I've recently been reading uh, the Primaris Dark Angels books, uh, mostly to sneer and scoff at them. Of course. Uh, but <laughs> within the pages was actually uh, the revelation of a fifth chaos god in the form of the uh, greater good, oh, as, oh, manif- okay. as manifested by all the uh, Tau's alien um, allies. So the Tau themselves don't have any psychic presence, but the humans that they induct into their empire do, and they started worshipping the greater good as a oh, god, which has in turn manifested a chaos god. Interesting. Much like, much like how the Emperor, and therefore by extension the Imperium, via Sisters of Battle and the Most Devout, have some kind of divine powers, because yeah. though he never was a god and was entirely an atheist, because everyone believed in him too much, they, the Immaterium gave birth to Star Child or whatever, except psychic powers hold that to good things. I mean, but really, it seems I mean, things happened over there because of yeah, races. That makes sense because because the, the tower are collecting quite a large amount of others, aren't they? So, others, yeah, <laughs> not Tau. Those that are not Tau and the greater good. Oh gosh, that'd be a nasty god because it would imply the the god itself would think it's it's like. It's it's not chaos, but it's not. It's like I don't know what what would you what would you call it. It's Tawas. Tawas. Hmm. Maybe it's Malak. He's always been looking about. No, but he's he's like he's nothing to do with the greater good, though, is he? He's just he's anti-chaos. Maybe he wants to get another greater good action. You don't know him. It's interesting. It's a very two-dimensional sort of viewpoint. (laughs) It's like you are part of the greater good, or you're part of the greater bad. Yeah. 
Depends what side so of the fence you're sitting on, I guess. Or you'll join us, essentially. Uh, but, I mean, but, but yeah, the Tau see this as a corruption of the uh, greater good and so want to kill every human within their races now. At least the Fourth Sphere, fourth sphere expansion does. So uh, they're not happy about it. I mean, it's it's certainly... But, you know, that's it's exactly the same thing that happened with the Emperor, isn't it? He wanted to Wouldn't found be surprised. A, the, the Imperium on the Imperial Truth, atheism, it's all technology, that's how we're going to do it. All of this god stuff, that's pointless. Okay, we love you, Emperor, we worship you. No, damn it. Ah, crap, I'm a god. Um, yeah. Oh, damn it, Logger. Yeah. I said no. It sounded so good. So then, exactly the same things happened to Tau, and it, and obviously Eldar, same thing happened to them when they got into the galaxy. I mean, my, my my cousin raises a very valid point. It seems more difficult not to create a chaos god in say, this world. Yeah, yeah. Especially, everywhere. The, especially given the um, ripping reality that the Immaterium uh, is. Yeah, I imagine that's causing some that's issues. That's probably um, speed up the process quite a bit, isn't it? Especially given that Tower are just on the other side of it, aren't they? And they're trying to get through, so they're probably making it worse for themselves. Wasn't a bit of interference. Yeah, probably. It seems it's this entity seems somewhat benevolent to Towers. It rescued the Fourth Sphere expansion from uh, the warp when they accident when they accidentally a warp drive. Accidentally a warp drive. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. They accidentally activated a warp drive, or they accidentally built one and didn't have any navigators right. to control it, so they just went deep into the how, warp and had no idea where they were. Yeah, how do they get through space? Swim. Uh, usually they do, it's described as like skimming a stone off the surface of the warp usually, but like this was a full-on warp, warp drive that they called the slipstream drive. Oh, okay. so I've learned more about Tau. New technology and then accidentally went into hell without any... Yeah, without any Geller fields either. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I, that, that just always reminds me of my favourite meme to do with Geller fields. It's uh, the Chaos Demon seeing the ship enter into the warp without a Geller field active. And then the other picture is someone smiling more, which is the author purposely turned the Geller field off. <laughs> I love that bit of lore. That is some of my favourite bit of lore, that there was a bunch of orcs that just dove into the warp without Geller field, beat the crap out of demons and loved it so much that they kept on doing it until once they were all dead, Korn just went, damn, these get to be fighty, and then resurrect them all and like had them live on his own private planet in the warp forever and just fight all day. <laughs> Which is all just the dream. living the dream for all day, every day, fighting, fighting good. Yeah. Mate, the orcs are having a whale of a time. I feel right. sorry for the demons. <laughs> I mean, that's well, that, that, they're, that, well, they're known for their pacifist ways and you know needing a break every twenty minutes. So you know they're like, ah, oh, damn these orcs. Just... Even even a being of elemental energy still needs time for a breather. <laughs> Can we have a tea break, please? These Paul? orcs, man. No, it's fighting all the time. Ah. Oh. Should have been slasher. No, it's fighting time, you guess. Should have been a slasher. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was the law section of the podcast. Sorry, I just learned more about Tau in this book. I learned more about Tau in this Dark Angels book than I did about Dark Angels and how they see the Primaris. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Chaos. Interesting. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you. But yeah, I have actually been painting. That's the big news. That is the biggest news. Awesome. Well 2021. Definitely. And, uh, finish more of this Who's next? Uh, I think Green Skull should be next. 
See, I know why he's picked Green Skull because he's thought, right, I need someone who's not going to dive back on the law train. Um, who knows nothing about law? Ah, oh, it's Green Skull. He's, he's absolutely oblivious, so he'll be uh, he's a good <laughs> choice. And you, sir, are correct. Um, you I have been cracking on with my um, Amazon Parade board. Um, I've been trying to not procrastinate on projects as much. Good. Um, not on too many <laughs> Um and I was that a dig at Tom there? Because <laughs> um, whilst I have not, um, I've definitely been doing more on my Amazon Prey board. I've been quite chuffed with that. These are the um, Dread Spears, which I've been painting up on stream. Good. You see, because the potato can. Um, but they Dread are. Spears. They are. Um, the next, the last thing I've got to do is the bases and the shields. Hence this very elaborate configuration which is a bit of sprue with legs on it spray them. <laughs> oh it's sentient it's sentient <laughs> built the um, shield appeared it's uh it's become self-aware um yeah so I've, I've been doing well on that however i thought to myself i'm doing so well at this i'll just start challenging other content creators to um paint challenges <laughs> <laughs> i've got enough time on my hands you i challenge you <laughs> yeah so um what i'm doing here is I'm putting together um, parts of that. I'm not going to go into it too much because I don't know if he's in chat. He could very well be watching. He sneaks around, does does Lawson, aka Murder Room Miniatures. Um, he uh, he's he's my opponent, and we let our communities vote, and we had some really epic um, choices. We had uh, Undeath, which, as you know, is like my is my neighbourhood. It's where I live. Um, we had unicorns. I bet John was so just much. like, "Oh no, please don't pick undead. That would be awful." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> the other one was cyberpunk. I was like, "Oh no, I'd hate to paint some infinity models. Don't do that, please no." Um, but it's okay. It's cool because the community had my back and picked Hello Kitty. <laughs> so I've now got to make a Hello Kitty themed miniature, and it's only yes. themes. But I don't actually have to paint like a full-on Hello Kitty model because those actually exist and they're extraordinarily expensive. Um, Big head I, mode. Um, I did do some law reading, and um, I really wish I hadn't. I, I read up some Hello law Kitty. on Hello Kitty law. Oh, it's horrific, mate! It's horrific. Hello Kitty imagine. has the deepest law. Um, it's not so much law on Hello Kitty; it's more around the culture. So, um, I thought, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make like a really big faux pas and annoy the Hello Kitty fans because those seem like dangerous people. Um, and the first thing I stumbled across was the Hello Kitty murders. Wow. Um, which right. I don't recommend anyone read up on. That's a very dark, dark, dark uh, alley to go down. So I've picked something <laughs> much more fun, and I've gone for Cal, <laughs> who apparently um, have got their own Chaos God now. So apparently the Chaos God is going to be Hello Kitty themed. Well, I imagine Hello um, Kitty also exists in the warp led by this logic. By that yeah. logic, definitely. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Hello Kitty is corn. Could you imagine Hello Kitty versus Orcs? I mean, that, I don't know how that would go. Sound horrendous. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> imagine the the you know begging for their lives. Um, so yeah, I've I've been doing. I finished Idris the Charybdis, mm -hmm. um, who is here in all of her gooey, slimy resplendence. Lovely. Um, Ooh, although some yeah. of her slime is compost, so I need to. Oh, need very to spiny. Did you add those spines yourself? Uh, no, those Ooh. spines uh, added themselves to me. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> rather forcefully um 
I was umming and ahhing over what colour should I paint this charybdis? Should I go green? Should I go blue? Oh look, it's red. Oh wait, no, that's me. Oh look, I'm bleeding. Um, and so she picked her own colour, which was blood red. Of um, I didn't actually <laughs> use blood for it. Um, I used the uh, bloody red from the Vallejo game colour. So yeah, I've been I've been actually cracking on with projects I'd said I'd crack on with. So love it. I'm kind of new uncharted territory. I don't. I'm a bit afraid. I don't know where I am. <laughs> Up is down, left is right. I don't know. <laughs> and Pacey's going, I'm just doing what Jono tells me. Jono said, like, paint your uh, Dread Spears. I was like, all right, I might, I'll try them. And then I got, like, 17 miniatures. It's about 60% painted in three hours. I was like, wait, what? No, this, is, this isn't me. This isn't, this isn't who I am. Power <laughs> um, suggestion. Don't yeah, what is going on today? I'm painting stuff. John's painting stuff. Things, things are weird. Yeah. 2021 so like, really Once I finish from... these, I'm going to be like, Jono, what should I do this? I shall do thy bidding, master. Yes. Um, and that's how I'm going to go. That's, this is, this is 2021 is just going to be guided by Jono, so I'm going to give him some stock options, and then uh, we'll go from there. Hey, wait a minute. Don't believe in him too much. Let's start developing warp powers. Oh. Yes. Very careful. Yes. We make our own chaos god. A bearded chaos god. Yeah. I imagine most of the, be- the chaos gods could grow beards. Apart from Sunish, who I really hope can't grow a beard. <laughs> She'll grow a beard, but not in the places you think. I was yeah, going to say, it's not going to be on her face. Yeah. I was going to leave that to suggestion, face. Tom, but. No. You know, go on. No. Comment below where you think the bit. <laughs> don't comment below. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, I'm going to say anything else, Green School, but that, that, is, that is a massive chunk of stuff that you, you're getting on with. Well done, man. Awesome. So, uh, Kitbash, what have you been? What have you been working on? You got loads of stuff, I bet. This is gonna sound mental, <clears throat> but I've been painting things as well. What? You've been painting stuff as well. Stop the presses. Yeah, yeah. I've built and painted the bike in the process of still doing that. I've actually finally started catching up painting some of my uh, inter. Not they called infiltrators. Uh, I've just built another bike right here. Look at that. Out, outriders. Outrider. Gonna build them some more. I um, The Dungeons and Dragons thing that I was supposed to be doing last weekend, which had been cancelled and moved to this weekend, um, which had been cancelled from another weekend previously, uh, I'm doing that, which didn't Has in fact been cancelled. <laughs> uh, but the month <laughs> afterwards, uh, I've already printed the two miniatures for them. So there's this... Uh, this Warforged Lord of Blades and this um, uh, Gensi or something. They're like humans that have been uh, trapped in the world where uh, like jinn, uh, genies and things like that exist. So they are oh, yeah. part human, part genocide? Of... Yeah, something like that. So I'm painting them up for the next one stream. Um, I got a message from the guy who wants this painted like a circus clown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, because the gist of it, his his character background Sorry, is that the the Warforged was found by these people who, who ran a circus, and they painted it before reactivating it and saying, "You're in our circus now." So it looks like a circus clown with knives. Some... I also painted this bust. So like a circus clown. I'm about to say like this exactly like a circus clown because they always have yeah. knives. Uh, and uh, that looked fantastic, man. Even 3D printing for, that. Uh, yeah, this there'll be more. Uh, Vulcan has Vulcan if he wants to just if he's got it to hand and can just stick it in the camera. 
and see it in its 4K glory. Uh, everyone yeah. else will be getting one. Um, I will. Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you that while it's on on topic. Um, the the person who does them, Alexi Car. Oh, hang on, let me get him. There he is. That's the Vulcan bust that I printed off. Um, Very nice for it as well. Um, which should make that a lot easier. Nice. What 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 scale is that then? Like, does it have a scale or is it just sized? Fist sized. Fist sized. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's a specific sale. His name's uh, Alexei Konev. Uh, A L E X. I'll type it. The details staggering. That's resin for you. Alex. Look at that. E. These flames. And the scales, yeah. But... Um, it's mostly Alexei's um, actual sculpting skills that make it fantastic. Um, he's just released the main character from Bloodborne as well. He's got some sisters. He's got a Rogel. He's got a few other um, Primarchs, all not not specifically their tributes to 40k rather than actual replacements yeah. for them. So that it's um, they're not to small scale. They're all to big scale like that. And I don't specifically know which one it is, but the whole thing he's doing is fantastic, and he's going to be releasing all of the Primarchs eventually. Oh man, that's um, really exciting. Manus is what it's under. Um, so once he's got them all, uh, and once I've got them all, I can print them all off and, and give one to everybody to paint them all up. Um, so I've been doing 3D printing, I've been doing building, I've been doing painting, competitions involved in uh, those, just sort of going along and having it. Um, there was one for January, which was uh, January... 20 minute challenge um, where we were, we were challenged to at least paint for 20 minutes every single day in January and that really helped keep me rolling even on some of the days where it was like I don't really feel like doing much I'd like base coat something or I'd prime something ready for when I felt like doing it the next day so I've got loads of miniatures primed now whereas before they were just sitting in a box not doing anything um, that has uh, progressed to 20 minutes 20, uh, 20 minute challenge 2021 I think it is called now which is a bit of a mouthful I'll get I'll get the proper hashtag and I'll put it in if anyone else wants to sort of get in on that but it's basically just Great encouraging idea. everyone to at least do 20 minutes of hobby time a day just to keep you know just to keep things going so we don't fall behind and get stuck in that there's a big pile of stuff no one's done yet and, and yeah definitely sort of thing. so um Beard quickly. Hashtag, uh, hashtag 20 minutes in 2021. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. So if you're on Instagram and you're doing it, 20 minutes in 2021. And I know if you if you follow Kitbash as well, you posted loads of posts as well in that month of January. Oh Yeah, yeah you're really yeah. busy. Trying to get at least, uh, well, trying to get proof that I've been doing it, basically. <laughs> Um, so I do need to start doing that again for uh, the 2021 stuff. But, um, yeah, it's just, just to keep everything flowing. I, I did a, I did um, another miniature, uh, what do you want to call it, terrain, miniature terrain competition thing uh, with yeah. Joe Levy terrains where they do um, every single month you start off with a 10 by 10, 10 centimeter by 10 centimeter block um, the starting item of their choice which is revealed on the day of starting so you can take a photo of it to prove you've not already started before everyone is supposed to um, you get given a key phrase 
set of words which is loosely describes what the um, subject is for that month and then it's just you know free build whatever you want however you want um, you get people in there who are kind of like terrain building veterans and then you get other people who are like miniature hobbyists like us and some people who just like doing art things and, and are of no experience in it either way and just wanted to get in on the action and um, you get little prizes at the end and um, it's just good fun just getting stuck in and doing it and making things like last month I uh, it was called This Is The Way um, Joe the guy who runs it who sets it hasn't even watched Mandalorian so he just actually picked that out of just un- conscious <laughs> messaging or just like out of complete random and everyone's like oh brilliant Mandalorian and then like after a while when everyone kept posting your things they're like why is everyone posting Mandalorian stuff and do you genuinely not know no he didn't and uh, it was it's like alright so a lot of people did Mandalorian based things for that I actually did um, a guy in a Volkswagen Polo in the middle of the countryside not knowing whether to turn left or right at a fork in the road he's standing outside his car because his wife is inside the car saying this is the way this is the way if you just listened to me half an hour ago we wouldn't be stuck in this mess and uh, I think it came through in the picture because the guy didn't look very happy, even though he was only a centimetre tall. <laughs> so um, he looked he looked annoyed. I don't know why. I don't know how that's possible, but he did look annoyed. Yeah, yeah. little trees made out of pipe cleaners covered in green uh, paint, and uh, they seemed they worked better than I thought they would. So it was. Uh, Is that what they were? I was trying to work out what they were. They looked really good. I was yeah, actually trying to work out what they were for ages. Grab the pipe cleaners, chuck them in a green wash and um, medium some acrylic medium and then give it a good shake let them dry out and uh, they turn out to look like little tiny trees so they look mint they just look really good so if you're really good titanica scale stuff and you want little trees then pipe cleaners are the way to go i love it and what 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 became of um what became of your green stuff bear the green stuff bear that was the month before that was the december one he's currently sitting up there just looking at me. Constantly. Just looking. Just. I ain't going to do nothing, buddy. Uh, so <laughs> He's just up there. I might give him to someone. I might send him in. I don't know. Do something with it. He could be maybe one of your uh, your D and D like monsters. That's a be an amazing D and D boss. Literally massive, though. Have you... Let me just hang on. Yeah, like D and D monsters can be massive. Yeah, yeah. Massive. Really diet. Live on the stream. If you could make it so it's an owl bear, that'd be awesome. Look at this. All right, Outrider, the bear. Give him a beak. Yeah, giant, giant bear, giant bear. Giant bear. Is that your um and wolf cavalry for uh, <laughs> space wolves? Uh, is it what the bear? <laughs> this one. I don't know, yeah, yeah. Is that a dreadnought? With me all the time. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with him. I mean, I'm putting eyes on it, but um, that, it was my first attempt at sculpting, and I think it looked quite Ooh. cool. It looks pretty good. Well, that might just be the quality on the stream. Lessons <laughs> learnt a plenty from it, to be honest, with green stuffing. Anyway, um, I like how you managed to sculpt the little squares. Like it really looks like pixels. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, no, that made it worse. Oh no, that's cute. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's got a little halberd. Yeah, it looks, it looks decent. Yeah, man, use it, use it, use it. I would like you use him as a Lebra- as a Leviathan dreadnought. <laughs> Is he big enough for that? Dreadnought with a, uh, yes, he's about the size, same size as a Space Marine Dreadnought, I suppose. Not, not oh, yeah, the lions are huge. 
I would so love to see a drop pod come down and that thing come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> as a wolf and dreadnought with a frost axe. So I like yeah, it. Okay. And he's got a big axy thing, so that could work. <laughs> decent, decent. Am I still using the dialogue connection? No. <laughs> I, I think that's. Uh, My footage not coming through properly, or what? I, I think it's just. <laughs> this part. Probably just the. In, it's probably just the internet. Uh, just distorting. Uh, it's the the sex hobbyist, isn't it? It is the sex <laughs> hobbyist. Yes. <laughs> the sex hobbyist. It's awesome. The Essex hobbyist. Yeah. Unless you can't read, says, like I can't. <laughs> Damn! Somebody spot stole the best name on the internet. Definitely. It's almost as good as therapist hobbyist. Yes. Yeah. yeah let's not. No. No. It just said in chat. He's sexy, and you guys know it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. We do yeah, dubbed it the sexiest hobbyist. I can't take it back. It's out there forever. So just we all have to just deal with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> be be not not realizing that it was the Essex. As well, there. <laughs> oh, God, somebody told me. <laughs> cool. So, we're going to, before we go on to competitions, Kitbash, as we've got you here, I just want to quickly mention, and this is no way affiliated to us guys at all. It's just something that um, I've always been aware of and always like to kind of share the love and let people know. Um, so, Humble Bundle. So, they are mostly uh, made kind of there for uh, their kind of DRM free games. Um, you pay kind of an amount, you get like some really super cool games, you pay a bit more, you unlock the next tier, etc. Um, this month, and they've done it before, uh, but they're doing some um, Black Library, so Tales of Warhammer 2021 is what it's called. Um, so they are doing um, ebooks. So, uh, again, three tiers of, of bundles, depending on what you want, um, but basically from as little as 73 pence, um, you can unlock things like five uh, ebooks, which all look like they are Age of Sigmar ones, um, but then if you pay like the next tier up, which is like the average of what people have paid. Uh, that's how they kind of get that. It's £7.31. You've then got six um, 40k books. So there's a couple of Space Marine ones in there. There's a fabulous Bill, fabulous Bile for those uh, who don't know. Uh, Tau for Sam. Uh, there's a Sisters of Battle one there, it looks like it. Um, and then if you pay £13.16, uh, there's some Horus Heresy ones and it looks like a couple of Primark books as well. There's um, seven Ooh, books there. That's cool. Um, and the great thing about Humble Bundle, if you don't know, um, that uh, it all go the, the the money you can kind of basically divvy it up how you want it in relation to what charity it goes to. Um, so it's great cause you can either have it all going to the charity or you can split it to uh, the the kind of the, the manufacturer, um, whatever it is. But it's it's really good. It's on for the next seventeen days, but they they roll around all the time. Um, I tend to kind of jump in when they've got the audiobooks because I really like to listen to audiobooks while I paint or just walking the dog or whatever it might be. Um, and I don't read good, um, so <laughs> I uh, yeah definitely check that out um, if if you uh, if you just fancy some more ebooks. I know um, a couple of the guys from the community we've been talking back and forth on uh, book recommendations. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's definitely something to check out if interested. Um, yeah, so um, obviously we are going to talk uh, competitions now. It's halfway through the podcast, and that means it's competition time. That's right, competitions are now announced in the podcast. We give you a vague goal and you try to achieve it. You then post in the competitions and entries section in our Discord. As usual, the prize is a gift voucher for Goblin Gaming. So not only do you get up to 20% off your purchase, you also get a little helping hand from us. The size of our prizes entirely depend on our Patreon supporters, followers, likes, everything. 
The more of you there are, the more we can give back. Okay, well, uh, last month, uh, the theme was your, your new beginnings, your things that you've done for the first time, uh, things that you are just trying out, new skills, new models that you're painting, maybe a new army, something like that. And uh, we got quite a few posts in, quite a few from people who were just starting out in the hobby or restarting out in the hobby in the case of a, of a couple. Um, some people who are testing out new um, new skills, uh, honorable mentions are um, Kador's Monkey Waterfall. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought that was, was quite good. Um, the usage. Story. I'll just jump on the channel now so I can see everyone's uh, entries as well. Um, yeah, the the monkey waterfall, which just looks nice, and it's done with some water. Is it was it done with water effects? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that looks good. Um, TJ's space walls, nice and neat, like those. Um, Scipio with his um, carcadons. Car car carcadons. Yeah. Shark boys. Sharkers. Shark boys. Raging model with his. Uh, Green lady in in a dress thing looks like that's, that's a kind of type thing. Yeah, um, Perinkle with his uh, new start with his uh, ultramarines, all good stuff, everyone. Um, but overall, um, we've picked uh, Jaggy Weasel with his um, demon prince because it's it, it's nice. Um, it's his conver conversion green stuff work that he's done this year and. Um, yeah, it it looks like what you would expect a demon prince to look like, and you kind of the fact that it was an ogreoid before, you you just don't see that. Um, yeah, it's got that kind of Hellboy vibe to it as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Good. So, um, every, everyone cast their votes, and Jaggy has won uh, this month. So congratulations, Jaggy Weasel. Well done, Jaggy. Ten pound gift voucher from Goblin Gaming. This is the um, one stream he's not in as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Every stream, and this is the one like, you know what? I'll take this. One. I'll take a miss on this one. Yeah. So, Take it back. You're not getting it. So, uh, moving on from that, and then doing this month's. Um... <laughs> Am I quite quiet? Is my coming through quietly or or not? Get bash kind of silent. Yeah, I can turn you up a touch. He's softly spoken. Yeah. Just enunciate. Enunciate the verb. So uh, this month, because it's February, yeah. the season of love, uh, <sighs> love, all that sort of thing, isn't it? So uh, instead of just going for a, a plain Valentine's Day style, show us something that you love or something like that. I, I want you to show, to, to give us a miniature that shows its true desires. Yeah. Slanesh, then, yeah? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh. Loved, lust, uh, don't want to have a bath, uniting the human race under a single controlling atheist state. Whatever your true desire is, whatever, whatever that miniature is doing has to be what their purpose is. You hmm. know? So, uh, what's, what sort of things would you expect? from that. I mean, if, if we're going to go Slanesh, then uh, I know what I'd expect to see a Slanesh doing. Don't know if I can say it live on Twitch. I want to see a wolf and looking up at a counter with a roast chicken on the top of it. 
That's what yeah, I want to see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, looking up at the look, looking up at a moon. Um, kind of in place of a moon. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a howl, howl yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, skeletons uh, drinking milk. Um, you know, gotta get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The invincibility potion. <laughs> yes. What I would like what to see as well. The night hospitalia, or you know, the sisters of battle lady that's just shouted, screaming the lungs off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the dialogues, yeah, the crazy nun. She fit, fit the theme nicely. Definitely would. But what I would like to see with this month and ongoing as well is a little description as to why you think it has said insert theme here. So said desire. Um, from your point of view, and I guess obviously we can interpret ours as well. But it'd be nice to kind of know where it came from from you. Um, yeah. What your your thinking was behind that. Please just don't write insert desire here because that doesn't. Uh, as usual, all the entries need to be in on our Discord. There is a competition entries channel, uh, and the prize will also be a temp in gaming gift voucher. So, and um, welcome to join in. Give us your stuff. You don't need to be an expert. Just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as we kind of grow as well as a channel, and we've said this on the last podcast, it will uh, that prize pool will increase. Um, you know, um, as we kind of get uh, more traction and uh, kind of more entries, and um, you know, we'll definitely look at that in the future as we uh, get there. But no, that's a uh, desire. That's uh, that's uh, going to be an interesting one. There's going to be some some interesting entries. I can I can. I can see it already. Um, hopefully safe for work, but we'll see. It's a thought-provoking, that one. I like it. It's going to yeah. cause some good stuff. So stay tuned, guys. Even if you don't enter, you know, we're always, everybody's welcome in our Discord channel. Um, you know, Definitely. check it out. Yeah, we want to see you there. Definitely. Awesome. Well, that's, uh, that's going to bring us on to um, kind of a couple of things I wanted to kind of bring up with the group, and hopefully we can share that with uh, the audience. Um, so you know when we're we're either streaming or we're at the gaming hall. I know, you know Rip. You know it's been a while since we got in the gaming hall, but yeah, exactly. The what now? You know, whatever we did in 2019 um, when we got together in person. Um, but you know, you know when that kind of uh, the new person or somebody just kind of comes into the gaming hall and they're kind of chatting and having a look around. What I wanted to know from from you guys is uh, what's that one hobby tip or technique um, that you. Uh, you personally always um, try and mention to somebody either coming back into the hobby um, or starting out for the first time. Um, happy for anybody to jump in. Um, I've got an idea of mine already, but I don't want to steal anybody's thunder. Um, like I always tell people that it's not about winning or doing the best or anything like that. It, mm-hmm. It's about doing the best for you, about enjoying yourself. Um, I apologise if all you can hear is thunderous feet. Hopefully my uh, sound setup has cut that out, but it sounds like one of the kids are viciously attacking the floor. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, what I tell people is just enjoy themselves. You know, don't yeah. be afraid of trying things. Don't be, don't be afraid of what people are going to think about you. Don't don't let that concern you. Just get back yeah. into it. Get 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 doing what you like doing. I mean, um, there was there was that initial like when I first turned up at Goblin, there was a there was an initial sort of 
my mind thinking like, oh God, what's everyone's going to see me? It's just going to be like loads of kids, and they're all going to be there, and it's going to oh look, there's that old guy who's come back and playing games. Why isn't he like doing old guy stuff? And then I walked in, and uh, <laughs> everyone was about the same age as me, and it's perfectly fine because kids can't afford these. <laughs> Toys, you know, so you don't actually get kids playing with it, you get people who are your own age playing it. Uh, and that's fine, that's good. I mean, it's open to all ages, obviously, but you know, it's cost prohibitive. Um, but I kind of missed the point slightly here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> have fun, have, have, fun. Fun. have, have fun. fun, just enjoy yourself. Just enjoy, yeah. yourself. have fun. Um, because if you don't, then no one who plays with you will. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I like can probably it. jump in next if you want. Yeah, um, yeah, go for it, man. I'll just say one of the things that I get asked is where to start with this. So if they want to play the hobby. They want to get into it. They really like seeing the games. They like seeing the models, but they don't know what army to pick and they don't know how to paint it and stuff like this. So I always say is have a look at all of them before you get caught into any law or anything like this. Have a look at each faction and pick something that you really, you know, catches your eye and that you think you'd enjoy painting. Now, when you say that, obviously you don't know how it's going to turn out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with a bit of help visualizing what what they can do, what, what paint scheme they can do. Um, but I was like, you know, if you like painting fur, fur is easy, easier than some other things to do because you can do certain techniques like dry brushing that can speed it up. While painting stuff, more stuff like space means might be a bit more difficult for you, perhaps if you're a beginner. There's stuff like this, um, a little bit of advice here and there. But you know, picking and painting something you're, you're going to like the look of, especially when you're going to be painting two thousand points of it, let's say for a full army. You know, you've got to be. You can't paint it all pink if you hate pink. You know, that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, because you will really hate painting pink. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I like that. Painting a Hello Kitty model, and you've got no choice. There you go. Um, but you're not doing the whole army of that, so says you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something that I always kept in mind with mine as well. Where you, when, whenever anyone goes, oh, what army should I play? You either go, you either you can play, you can kind of go to one of two ways, can't you? You can. You can chase the meta and play every army that is currently going, and yeah. Yeah. really enjoy it because all you're chasing is the win. But if you if you don't win, then it, the game isn't that fun. Or you pick armies that just speak to you in the sense of like, I really enjoy this. And when someone goes, "Oh, why are you painting it like that?" and you go, "Because I like." That's it. what I like. Yeah. yeah. So I paint my space walls a kind of brown color, and now I've switched to a red arm and uh, skip the green one. Um, and I do it because I like it. I turn Age of Sigmar Dwarves into 40k Admech squats because why not? I love those so much. I never get tired of seeing those. Of the guy with the uh, horse skull. Watch that. That's how my mind works. Well, <laughs> I think the principle Just also applies it. to like, you know, when people pick stuff a lot of people ask you, where should I go with my army next? Or what units do you think yeah. I should get first? And the same logic again applies. You, know, right? you look at the army and 
instead of chasing the meta because you don't know what the meta is but you mm -hmm. might have read online like oh eliminators are good because of this and this and this but you don't know what an eliminator is so instead just i, I always advise people to pick what you like the look of pick up the codex if you wish to read up on it first but if you really want to just paint and pick up the stuff you like the look of do that and then build your army from there um start it with a foundation of things you're going to enjoy yeah yeah definitely i am um, i agree i agree with what both of you said for sure but i i think like for me probably coming into this hobby kind of i guess the latest um kind of compared to the rest of you guys um <laughs> yeah noob massive noob um but got into the hobby like super super hard like points wise it's it's disgusting um oh um so what i would for, for me and what i would say to anyone is if they're getting into the hobby and they want to to paint or to get better at their painting is is pick up a wet palette or invest in making your own at home um if you can't buy one um just because that kind of does elevate your painting to to the next level you know if you're you're thinning your paints normally but using the wet palette to kind of keep those paints uh kind of as good as you can um obviously humidity dependent uh, where you are but your a wet palette definitely helped me once i got that army paint a wet palette other wet palettes are available um you know that definitely helped me up my game um as a painter and it's a super handy size it's about a5 obviously they come in different sizes from different manufacturers but um for, for me i i would say you know once you've kind of decided on what kitbash and what vulcan have said is you know what's going to make me happy in the hobby what am i going to enjoy painting you know whether it's a starter set or whether it's yeah that tank looks really cool once you've got that and you get to kind of the building and painting stage absolutely for for me i think a key uh, essential tool or a staple if you will um would would be a wet palette or at least you know a diy wet palette uh, for me yeah you can achieve that with all, all sorts of ways yeah for sure you know rather than yeah i think rather than not having obviously you know try and try and thin your paints where possible to get that kind of even finish but also at the same time if if you're not down to that and you just want to build and play with with uh you know unpainted miniatures that's also fine you know the this hobby is it is has got a mix. It's a a microcosm of uh, opinions, and you know, just find out what works for you and what makes you happy, as as Kit Bash says, um, and just take pride in it. You know, it's, it's your hobby. Do it your way. I'll just there uh, chat there. Uh, MB Gaming gifting subs out like their uh, biscuits and old folks home. Um, yeah. Uh, Thank you, MB Gaming. Appreciate it. Audi the Breaker, Audi the Breaker, Audi the Breaker. Yeah. So very nice, thank you very much. Um, yeah, the sex hobbyist asked earlier where we uh, play at, and we all play at Goblin Gaming in Northwich. Um, Speak for yourself. Uh -huh. When we, I go there to talk people's ears off. That's all I go there for. That's <laughs> damn good at it. Go there to play and end up talking people's ears off. So yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> Well, we've still uh, yeah. got uh, Green School and uh, Sam uh, Tarrant Green to let us know what their advice to a new person would be. Yeah, so yeah. my my new advice, my new person advice would be sort of twofold. Um, yeah. I mean, for someone who's coming into a hobby, um, a hobby group, you know, and 
yeah, all right, the hobby halls are closed now. Um, but the hobby communities are thriving, you know, like massively. Like our Discord is is just uh, one example of thousands mm-hmm. um, of how, you know, hobby communities are, are banding together to make sure that literally nothing, not even a world-spanning virus, um, can stop them from doing what they love. Yeah, um, exactly. And the, the, like, I, I got into... Uh, I've, I've painted on my own for years, decades, literally decades. Um, but it's only very recently that I've like sort of joined into the the, the community of Ividol. Um and I went to one um, place and it wasn't didn't tick off all my boxes. Then I went to Common Gaming and it ticked off every one of them. And it was the people. Um, so my advice would be to you know dive into the community and start getting to know the people who are there already. Hmm. And if your hobby is the building, then you're going to find loads of builders who are extraordinarily passionate about you know, putting things together either the way they're meant to or the way they're not meant to be. Um, if it's the painting, you'll find people who love getting uh, like like our beloved YouTube who paints everything in seconds <laughs> or it looks mm. like seconds. Um you know, gets that that tabletop quality down just so quick and so so consistently. Do people like me who obsess over every single nook and cranny of everything to the point of utter madness? Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to find people who who share if some some of you know your your passion or all of it um, push you into other bits. Um, you know, steer you into the direction of of bits. It's uh, it, it it can't be understated. If it's if it's a tip in regards to painting, however, um, it's something that I I um, went over in one of my streams, and it's to if you want to improve painting, if that's if you're looking for a single tip for that, um, yeah. it's find an artist who paints like you want to, find a style that you want to um, to improve on, and then learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch like I religiously watch half a dozen different painters on youtube um some of them i do it for entertainment value some of them i do it for um you know what they they have to teach but but some of them it's just because they're the people that i actually want to paint like um they're the ones i want to learn from um Mm. and and instead of obsessing why i'm not exactly like at the godlike angel heraldes and his microcosm of creamy blends. I don't actually want to paint that style. Uh, it's amazing. I love watching him do it, but I don't want to paint like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I watch other painters uh, paint paint ways that I do want to paint, um, and I don't obsess over you know not what being you know, as. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't obsess over not being able to do what I don't actually want to do. Yeah. Um, it's a weird thing to say, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It feels like watching Bob Ross. Like, if there's any miniature painter equivalent to Bob Ross, it's him. Uh, For me, it's like for the the Bob Ross of of miniature painting is is the ever wonderful Sam Lenz, and that's why I watch him because just just the guy just is the most positive person in painting. And fight me if you think I'm wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be brutally honest. I was surprised you didn't mention him first. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I have to like. I'm. I'm pretty much under orders now. Like, if you're going to mention painters, you've got to mention at least like one other before him. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> Raldez will do. 
if you yeah, guys want to know some recommendations for YouTubers uh, to check out for guidance or anything like that, um, we can post something in the comments or um, in the Discord. Yeah, I think we'll put, we'll put something in the Discord, I think, like a recommendations. recommendations. Yeah. Just just go I... check out Sam Lens and then just don't look at anyone else because he's... Uh... <laughs> I've enjoyed some of Sam Lens' stuff for sure. I think for airbrushing particularly, I've enjoyed Angel. I've learned a lot from him to improve airbrushing. Yeah. I think everybody's great in different angles, for sure. Exactly, um, and that's so... the thing to take away. You know, it's, it's, it's looking for, it's that community effect. Like, when I went into Goblin Gaming and when I went into Winterford Warhawks, which is the first place I went to, mm. um, there was, I found the people who were geared the same way as I was. Yeah. So, like, um, Kado Red, um, one of our um, community one of our friends has he he's into different systems so he's not like just fanatical about one thing which is mm -hmm. very much like myself and you know we've yeah. we've spoken and when we uh squidzilla it was great to see him pop back up again yeah um you know when we win uh when i started to to come down to goblin gaming me and me and kit bash started hanging out loads because we've got this obsession over talking everything through to the point of you know obsession um and yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you know, it's it's like Angel Heraldas is amazing. If if you ever wanna, um, one of the things that I've noticed is his his color selection and his color mixing selection is brilliant. Um, but you know, at the same time, he paints some of like Infinity miniatures, some of the hardest miniatures to to, um do what he does on. If that's not the way you want to paint infinite miniatures or the way you want to paint 40k miniatures or anything else, then you know, there are other styles out there. Um and yeah, I think I think like uh, like Tom said, we'll we'll we will always quite happily share our suggestions and listen to the suggestions of other people's. Um but the community isn't about like one thing or another. The the community is always about, you know, everything Either separately or together. Yeah. Okay. What are you saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. About uh, what I have. I've lost my train of thought now. Oh no! What I was going to say was on my Instagram, I've started putting um, in stories people who are who inspire me hmm. to do yeah. things. Um, so you didn't mention I... me, though, did you? Cheers, Christmas time. <laughs> I, I need less inspiration to talk until uh, God knows what time in the morning when I'm supposed to have been home three hours ago. Um, uh, so I've been putting people on who are uh, sort of uh, inspiration in on Instagram who I sort of like look at and then follow and then think I, I like like much like what um, what Green School was just saying there. People who do what I do, what I want to do, not not the be like I've not got unhealthy elders in there. Because he he's a fantastic he he is fantastic at doing that uh, and he's a nice guy and all of that sort of thing. I don't have an airbrush at the moment. I'm not really big into the airbrushing type thing yet. I probably will be, and when I do, I'll probably chuck him on there. But um, I like my kit bashing. So when I find people who do amazing kit bashing, then I like I take cues from them. For my wolves, I've been following a few people, so I put them on there as well. And uh, yeah, so you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, aren't you? Is 
I think is what you're getting to. Yeah, building your own community, even if it's from other communities, is is a is a valid way to hobby. Definitely, for sure, for sure. Sam, what about you? Sam, yeah. Oh, thank God. You snapped me out of my trance. I was getting very, very into layers then. This is... <laughs> I was losing Staring myself in the frogs. layers of green. I like Don't being lick in the yellow. place. I like being there. What do you mean, the, the, the yellow? <laughs> I said I like being there. I almost got went there myself then. I'm doing um, a layer trance with cork, so I'm getting a look at my cork. Yeah, I've just, I've just been staring to layers of moot green and uh, warpstone glow, just sort mm. of like losing my mind a little bit. <laughs> It's endless, endless green, endless green. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> is this is this what it's like when you paint something properly? Yeah. I'm not sure if I like this. This, this is a terrible legal high. Go down the rabbit hole. You'll love what comes out the other side. I'm, I'm sweating here. I'm actually sweating. <laughs> that librarian. Whew. Maybe we should refresh the question. Uh, if <laughs> so, if we want specifically for painting, or just sort of new advice, or uh, it was just uh, a like, hobby I mean, hobby tip or technique. Uh, the one that I always tell people whenever they come into, well, when they were allowed to come into the store, is uh, whenever you're painting black or white, don't use black or white. Yeah. So greys and uh, so light greys for white and very dark greys for black or blues actually. Blues work very really well. I found a nice uh, technique using dark reaper and layering it over very light layers over the top of. Uh, <clears throat> I usually use the the contrast actually mm -hmm. to start off with to give me a base color. Yeah, the that. Black Templar. Yeah, that's what it's called. Amazing. Then really go into the. I mean, this is getting a bit more advanced now, but I kind of go into the cracks with Abaddon Black, and then go over the tops with Dark Reaper. And maybe I should be using the layer paints, but yeah, Citadel's treating pretty well so far. Just, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one because, like, I think a lot of the difficult colors. I know some like Tom. Um, is it Tom or John who said, like, pick what you like. Mm -hmm. Um. I know some people have like gone, oh yeah, I really like white scars. And everyone's gone, oh, white's a hard one to paint. And really, you know, any difficult color, if you often. don't use that color, like to begin with, it's going to make your life a lot easier. Yeah, like 90% of the models I paint have either got white or black on them in some way or another. And <laughs> so my knights are white, my slanesh are mostly pale colors. Uh, even these frog people have ended up with a lot of pale colors on them. So I'm starting to become a bit of an expert in painting white. Mostly out of necessity rather than choice. <laughs> and, awesome. and the key is uh, light blue in the shadows and ortho and grey over the top works for me. So I, like I, I just kind of end up making my own shade, which is a, a bit of a nightmare every time you're trying to paint. Yeah, you tend to paint, paint a lot with washes from what I've seen. Yeah, washes, contrast, and then tidying up with this stuff. Though so for this guy, my Maji, my Rush Art Maji, I've done a lot of layering on his trousers, which I think is actually looking pretty good, and I'm pretty happy awesome. with them so far. Well, stay looking, looking forward to see that, yeah. Yeah, we'll put those on our Instagram. Yeah, let's put some pictures up. Good, good, good. Uh, good. Yeah, don't paint black or white, people. <laughs> or, or if you do paint black or white, don't use black paints or white paints. Use grey paints. And blues. Yeah. Build up to it. I like it. I like yeah, it's it. all about the, it's all about them layers. Yeah, thin your paints. Yeah, goddammit, people. If think oh, yeah, yeah, if you haven't caught that one already, if you're brand new to the hobby and you've not heard thin your paints before, thin your paints, guys. Don't <laughs> turn them into a... water. But yeah, that's yeah. not a that's not a suggestion. That's that's a that's a Bible reading. Um, that's a direct yeah, that is, order. Yeah. Right, that's a Duncan gospel. 
No one ever really clear paints means though. Yeah, so like the, the ratio of the paint thinner in it, you know, get it Yeah. It means check what your consistency of your paint is. If it if it's too thick you'll know because it will be not thin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll dry quickly, it'll be difficult to work with. Yeah, there's, there's uh, it'll dry on the brush fast. Uh, and obviously, each type of paint is different in its own consistencies. So you can't just give a, a one part this, one part that, and everything will be fine, like a lot of these videos mm. do. Because you might find that uh, one day you left the lid of your paint off for slightly too long, and now it's a slightly thicker consistency. So one part water won't work, but then two parts water is too much, and it's kind of like, oh no, what's going on? Just sort of test it first before you start slapping it on your model. And also, okay. if you do put too much water on it. That's okay, because you can always do another thin layer, or another thin layer, and another thin layer. But if it's too thick, you do it once and it's ruined. Yeah, so, but, uh, too little yeah. than too much. Yes, because you can do Definitely. a lot. <laughs> Definitely. Cool. So, so quite a few little tips there for everyone. My one, I, I just want to desperately say one thing on yeah. um, sort of paint, painting um, and um, like any any technique or tip that someone gives you be it thin your paints be it use washes be it don't use washes be it don't use black or white paints or whatever that that thing is is that um try and find a way of trying it hmm. um try and find so and test a, it. yeah try and find something that you can have a little dabble with it um and then say yeah, I gave it a go and I didn't like it, or I did like it, or it worked really well, or it sucked, or you know, I want to improve. Um, I've done. I want to get better at non-metallic metal, um, non-metallic metal. But at the same time, it's not something that I want to put on every single miniature I do. Mm -hmm. But there are those that I try on, um, and the miniatures that it doesn't come out okay on, I I keep um, so I can learn from them. Um, but when you're thinning paints and you know it doesn't work out, or if you're trying to glaze, it doesn't work out. Ooh, that went bang. Um, you know, don't don't think, oh, it didn't work this time, therefore I can't do it. Yeah, um, don't give up. Yeah, persevere because muscle memory kicks in and experience kicks in, and you know, hundred and one other things kick in that allow you to do it properly. Oh, me. Yeah. Um, so your first attempt is it, it probably will not look the way you want it to, and that's like a hobby frustration thing. That's a whole other topic. But um, yeah, no, persevering like and giving it a go in the first I place. Said, don't hesitate to ask somebody no. either. Yeah. Like, never hesitate to to ask a question if you're stuck on something. You know, if that's you haven't tried it yourself yet, exactly. I I just go right. Has anybody pin washed before or whatever? Has anybody got any advice with resin? Just, just ask. Mm. Um, don't be, don't be shy, guys. Yeah, somebody's bound to know somebody who did it or a source that can go. This is how this you person did it. Asked. For sure. Awesome. Well, that hopefully, guys, that ha that helped. Um, that helped you there. So, we're coming into the kind of the the twilight part of the podcast now. So, um, I thought because it's kind of New Year's, obviously, we talked about new beginnings with the the. Uh, competition um obviously i've been banging the drum on new year's hobby resolutions but kind of i want to know obviously from you guys just how do you get out of that hobby slump so you know we've, we've all been there even me believe it or not guy who just, just is always on about the hobby and is painting or doing something hobby related all the time 
how do you get out of that slump? You know, you either burnt yourself out on doing something or, you know, you're just, uh, just indifferent. You'd rather play some video games or you'd just rather sit and read or do something. You know, how would you get out of that hobby slump? Because I, I find that once you get into it, it is difficult to get out of it. And you really either have to force yourself and then you don't really want to kind of do the hobby and you maybe half-arse it a little bit or you don't give it your all. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but how, how do you kind of get yourself out of that hobby slump? Um, I open that up to um, to anybody. I should go with Sam to start with because he's just got himself out of a hobby slump. Yeah, good point. I was going to say, what's a hobby slump? I never stop painting. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. They answered your or, question. Or rather, I could say I never stop thinking about painting. Like, I'm okay. Always, like that's the thing. It's one of those things you're always thinking about it. Like, oh, if I just use this layer and then mix this layer with this, or maybe if I just highlight with this, maybe it'd be a good idea. But then you kind of start overthinking and end up not painting anything because it's just because then you're kind of stuck in mindset. Well, then I've got to set my wet palette. I've got to sort this out. I've got to, uh, you know, get all the models. Out. Oh no, they're still stuck in this box here. Oh god, I'm never going to stop. Just, just, just do it. Just it doesn't matter what, how much time you've got. Just, just do it. Like, although to be fair, I'm probably not the best <laughs> left on this kind of subject. It's good to get your point of view though, because obviously you are, you know, you have those those hobby slumps. Painter. Yeah, you know, you, we, we've all been there where we're like, Sam, just 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 paint something, um, paint those those ladies or paint those knights, and you know, think things and life gets in the way. I'm not I'm not saying yeah. that you should dedicate all your time to doing it. The problem but. is, is you kind of have this automatic contrariness in your head where you just kind of go, it's like Sam, paint something. No. Yeah. Never. Yeah, no, I think I think when other people tell you to get out of a hobby slump, it makes you go, well, I'm not in a hobby slump, and I'm going to go do something that's not hobby-related. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I mean, fuck you. So you need to remove <laughs> psychology yourself. That's yeah, what saying. absolutely. So so what happens, so if people around you tell you not to paint, you're almost guaranteed to paint. I found you that with do the... painting. Well, I'll take that, sir. That's actually <laughs> happened to me quite recently, because, like, I did, I wasn't, well, I was in a bit of a out-of-hobby slump about two to three weeks ago. And um, the wife was like encouraging me to paint. And then because she was encouraging me, I wanted to sit on the couch and continue to watch the show that she was watching. So, and then I said, can you just tell me the opposite, please? Just tell me I can't paint. She did. And then I had this massive drive. I, like, and I should, you're not, it was just bonkers. Like the switch was flicked. And I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to get up now. So I just got up and went and painted. So, yeah. It's a strange so, no, reverse psychology is great for painting. <laughs> so if anybody has a significant other and they're annoying them with either not painting or painting, tell them to do the opposite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great piece of advice, I think. I think um I think Sam hit it partially on the head for me for whenever I've hit a ho uh, hobby slump and I hit them probably once a week. Um yeah. at the very least. And just do it yes just you know if you if you're thinking i need to get something done do it but if you're doing like a particular project so i've been doing these um dread spears i've been doing the the armies on parade board if I'm like i really don't know if i can be bothered doing this until november and then i did something else so i'm building uh this chap who is like a little palette cleanser i've got in the in the wings he's a plague lord i think yeah he's a nurgle dude um, and I've been experimenting with Tamiya putty to create some texture, and um, I'm thinking about what color skin, and I've done a bit of reading on that. 
Um, I've done lots of stuff that's like kind of like hobby preemptive. So I've um, I've been reading up on Dark Elf lore. I've been reading up on Malarian and the Marathi story. Um, I've been reading the uh, Malice Darkblade books. Um, you know, I've done lots of stuff that's like as close to hobbying as possible, but not. Mm. Yeah. And then I think, well, like Tom, I'm not talking. I'm like because I'm reading instead of hobbying. I'm stopping myself from hobbying, so I hobby out of spite to myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you're not going to read this. You're going to paint some stuff. All right, brain. Um, you win. <laughs> Again, reverse psychology. So, yeah, it kind of it is that. So, like, don't feel like if you're in a hobby slump that that means you instantly have to push through it. Sometimes, you know, you need to take a step back to reignite your own passion for what it is you're doing or to kind of give yourself a bit of a breather. So I've been playing Cyberpunk. Um, I'm loving that game. Um, I was playing Mortal Kombat. I've never actually played a Mortal Kombat game. I was always a Tekken kid. Mm. And I've been really enjoying Mortal Kombat. Um, so I've got these little things to take a break from that have nothing, literally nothing to do with hobbying. Mm. Um, although I do keep watching Cyberpunk and going, all of these thick people look like Infinity Miniatures. I want to paint some of them. <laughs> um, so, you know, I will probably at some point crack out an Infinity Miniature just because of how much Cyberpunk I've been playing. Yeah, I'll probably, you know, paint a 40k miniature like I'm doing with this challenge piece because I've been painting so much Age of Sigma. And feeling, beating yourself up about doing that is actually counterproductive. Kind of going, no, I need to break from this. Um, I need a day or two's breather or a week breather. Um, I think Adam always said that he, he things like games pushed him when he was going to play a game with someone, getting whatever miniature it was for that game painted, like drove him to paint, you know, that miniature or um, that unit or that squad, yeah, um, that mm-hmm. HQ. Um, so that's a. That's, I get that definitely. Yeah, yeah, that I think is really good advice. Uh, is to like if you're stuck on painting something like a specific, a specific project or something to do with that, either watch some media or read the books about that faction, maybe or like whatever it is. Because I've just been reading this Dark Angels book, which I think I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about Dark Angels Primaris. Because I'm trying to, I am. Just for the record, I am trying to give a Primaris a fair shake here, so I thought I'd read some Primaris fiction, and for most of the book, I absolutely hated it. It was <laughs> it was absolutely driving me further and further away from the things you know I previously loved because it's like the, the Primaris were just chatting amongst each other like bloody schoolboys on a mission, and uh, they're getting frustrated because the Dark Angels weren't telling them anything, and I was just like, yes, that's because that's what they do. How are you in this chapter? I don't know that. Uh, and then you know they're just doing all sorts of stupid things like save you know like saving people instead of getting the mission done and all this other kind of ridiculous nonsense that you just <laughs> shouldn't do as a space marine. Uh, and then by the end, they killed all the humans that they saved and were inducted into a level below the uh, inner circle. So I was just like, oh, oh yeah, you really redeemed that there. Nice, I like it. <laughs> no, no, you truly are. Okay, I'll, I'll give these promos a fair shake. And also, the blade guard look really cool. Yeah. They do. I think I think her watching time. media as well is a good thing. The, the way you yeah, but, but, but the point is, it got me in the mood to yeah, yeah. you know want to, want to do some painting because it's like that, right. If the... I just finish my Carnivale, I can start working my Dark Angels again. I think that's one of the big driving factors behind the Black Library then as a business yeah. mentality mm-hmm. from Games Workshop. Yeah. The Black Library's always come coincidentally alongside building the narrative, 
And I'll tell you what, if you don't know, the law that Games Workshop has built is probably some, if not the most in-depth law out there for a science fiction genre. Yeah, yes. for sure. No, I agree. Unbelievable. You know, there's well over a thousand books in yeah. the Black Library. All that, like whatever faction you play, whatever uh, war you've like touched, like read upon in the codexes, there is fiction of it, and it's not all great. Oh, you know, even I got yeah, to yeah. admit that. But like, just reading something about what what it is you should be painting makes you kind of go, "Oh, that's really cool. I want to paint yeah. that." Yeah, definitely. And that that kind of speaks to like a lot of the. The stuff that I talk about, like around audio books. Um, so obviously, I've been I've been kind of getting through these nights, but in my head, for the last probably for the last two and a bit months, I've been listening to Sisters of Battle audiobooks because I'm getting to that point where I know the rest of my year, be it the next you know, nine ten months, is going to be armies on my armies on parade board that I want to do. So I want to I want to kind of get into that lore i've already kind of thought about some of the the things that i've heard in the books some of the other books that i've got that i want to kind of try and express in in those miniatures as well um that the lore is really is really good and for me it's it's just listening to stuff about the hobby or you know playing stuff surrounded by the hobby that kind of makes me go i want to get back in and do that miniature because the last time i painted a sister of battle was probably probably about june july last year maybe um it was well into a lockdown and then i was doing other bits and pieces i was doing ultramarines and and stuff like that so i kind of really want to get back into it now i've got some models that i've built and they're prime so celestine you know i really want to get that done now i want to listen to the celestine audiobook um, before i do that just to really get into the i guess the the bones of it um and just understand you know more more than just looking at it and go oh yeah she's she's a girl with wings and she's got two other girls with wings with her she did some things and some stuff, you know, just a wing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to kind of get uh, a better understanding of it. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of gets me out of the hobby slump, but I, I guess I'm, I'm and probably people are going to say you must, you must have hobby slumps. I do have hobby slumps, but I don't feel that they are long. Like I've got friends who haven't touched a miniature in 12 months because either their faction, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Either their faction hasn't been getting any love, so they're like, well, I don't know where to go with this army, so I'm just going to wait it out um, and just not touch any of the army and, you know, just kind of let it sit there. Um, you know, I see a lot of Death Guard players were probably feeling that. Um, now, obviously, they've got the Codex. You've seen a lot more Death Guard players coming out and going, oh, look at this Mortarian I painted now, and oh, look at all these Plague Marines and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I guess that, I guess that's what I'm saying is, do something that you enjoy that, that kind of brings you back to the hobby. So whether it's playing a cyberpunk game or something like that, something that brings you back to the hobby. Because um, I know a lot of people leave the hobby you know, quite regularly just through indifference to the way a game is going, um, you know, or the, the, the kind of the, the rules have changed in a way where they go, yeah, my army is is unplayable now and they, they kind of sell the army and move on That's to something. Like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but... A little secret with that one there is that mm. um you know or sort of my secret about getting over the fact that your army is unplayable yeah is by always collecting an unplayable army okay <laughs> so just always being unplayable yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I actually because agree then with when people when people turn up and go army's completely unplayable and you go well, what are you talking about i i 
I like running full dreadnought lists in Space Wolves because it's fun. It's not a it's yeah. terrible. Although yeah. in ninth it has actually become slightly better now. But it, before it it was just purely fun. Like oh, I like running an entire army of uh, I don't know a cybernetica cohort with the uh, cataphrons, but instead of using the guns, using fists because everyone uses guns. What's it's not interesting if you just use the same thing all the time because that's what wins. Yeah. Know? It's back to that don't chase the meta thing because chasing the meta, um, you know, inevitably you'll not be good enough to utilize the meta properly. So you'll either lose and then get frustrated that you lost with the meta or you'll just win easily and it'll be boring. Yeah. And then as soon as the meta changes, you're then going to have to relearn how to play all the other new meta units or you just play the army as an army, don't chase the meta, then you know how all the units you work, and if one unit is better in one edition or one set of months than another unit is, you just happen to do slightly better with that unit than you did the other one. And mm -hmm. Okay, that's not everyone's cup of tea, but I, from, from like a gaming point of view, that's how I stop getting burnt out by the game. I don't even try to burn myself out. Mm. And, uh, I will let you carry on. Good yeah, no, no. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. No. And, and another way, a, a, a counterpoint to that is just play Ultramarines because they are always going to be good. <laughs> play, play the poster boy. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, you know. It works. It works. Yeah. I mean, because Ultramarines are always going to get every single Space Marine unit that is released. Mostly, or better plan is play an ultramarine successor chapter because then you it's far more interesting than just playing the unit. That everybody else unit is, plays. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get all the benefits of ultramarines and none of the drawbacks of being good. But... And ultramarines have so many successor chapters, yeah. all of the successors, but successor I, chapters. I, I agree with the successor chapter thing, but I feel like that's kind of like, oh, I'm ultramarines, but I don't want to be classed as an ultramarine, so I'm going to be a nova marine or you know. Some something different, yeah. and it's like, but I do really want to be an ultramarine. Yeah. I absolutely Nobody feels like that. No, I absolutely do. <laughs> I absolutely do. He loves he loves the Gulliman. I love it, man. I am I am as we speak. This 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 really isn't in, on topic, but I am going to try this basing material out right now. So I am oh, slapping on this latex glue. Like Hold on to your box. Yeah. Um. um one thing. Right, well, I'm getting out of your well, hobby. Is the same as the gaming thing is to try not to get into it in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds sort of what. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, I there's mean, a like, reason we call it plastic quick. If if I you think... no no sorry don't don't get into no. the hobby. I mean don't get into the sport. <laughs> in in the same way that um, I I used to play games a lot on the uh, on the computer, and I would play not infrequently, but like say. A new patch for WoW, boom, there you go. I played WoW every single night from one point when it was released, 2004, all the way until yeah. Mr. Pandaria came out. I had two accounts for WoW and I'd play them every single day. Nerd. Pandaria. Wow. <laughs> two accounts, wow. Shots fired. <laughs> I, I mean, that's 2004 until when did Pandaria come out? Irrelevant, anyway. It's quite a few years. I would play, and I'd still be playing, and I could play all the content, 
and it'd take me a, a sensible amount of time to do it. But there'd be people on who would jump into the game and then first week, max level, played everything. Yeah. So, Alright, there's nothing to do now. This is well boring. What a waste yeah. of time. See you later. What? You know, I, he, the, the expansion's just released a week ago. I'm not even finished the last expansion yet. And I'm playing every day. What have you done? Oh, I booked a week off work and played every single day. Well, just ruined the rest of the and year. Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I feel this, that sometimes people do that with this hobby. They'll go, hmm. I've got to build, I've built a whole army. I'm going to build it in a week. Built the army in a week because I'm going to play it. Right, okay. And then they get almost to the end of the army or they get to the end of the army and they go, oh, I'm sick of this now. You know, yeah. He just built mm. like 2,000 points worth of units in a in, in like a week. Okay, it's not your job to do that. So you've literally just gone balls out to get it all done. Same with painting. Like, it, it, you, it, I, um, I can do faster painting because I think if I sat down... What? It, yeah, exactly. So I sat down and, and painted all of my probably book a day off work, sit down and get everything primed and base layered in a day. And by the end of it, I probably wouldn't want to paint at all. Right again. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the concept of having all less... painted miniatures literally terrifies me. I don't understand how that's a thing that people could do. There's a few memes about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless people are paying me to do it, fine, that's different. You know, I could do that being paid to do it because then yeah, you do something you enjoy and yeah, yeah. But when it's my own stuff, I've I've got this stuff that so I can build it and take my time to do it and do yeah okay. That means that when I play games, I have grey plastic instead of actual painted things. So sometimes and prior to now, Mm -hmm. I've kind of been not painting things when I want to. But I set up my hobby desk, which is another big tip for if you are. We've said it before though. Get a hobby desk, get a hobby area, get a portable hobby box or something like that. When you want to do your painting, yeah. uh, like Sam was saying, like Tarot was saying, the problem is that you go, oh, I've got to get my water out, I've got to get my paints out, I've got to get that set up and do this and that and that just to paint that one thing. Can't be bothered, I'll do something else. If you've got this, you just go, clunk, box down, open doors, flap the thing down, there you go, mini paint- painting area. So yeah. a few videos on YouTube of people chip, like converting wooden boxes to make them and, and things like that and uh, mm. it's fine I mean I've got a, a, one of these self-healing cutting mats that pretty much everybody's got uh, a couple of lamps racked for my paint so I always have a pot of water which I'll, I'll refill periodically and you know I, walk, I, I work in this desk, I paint in that desk so I'll get up from my work desk I'll walk over there and I'll put a little bit of a prime on someone or, or I'll put a bit of a, a just a base layer or something on a thing and then wash the brush, put it back in, walk off, come back again later. It's a couple mm-hmm. of minutes it takes to do that, but it means I'm getting <clears throat> little bits done here and there. So when I say don't get into the hobby slump, it, it, I mean, like, don't burn yourself out on painting loads of stuff. Like I imagine, Vulcan, you're not going to be too big on painting any Scourge armies anytime soon. No, I've had enough of pointy, like... <laughs> ribby, squid things. Yeah, for now, um, <laughs> and that was the commission as well. So uh, it's enough. I wouldn't have bought these myself, you know. That's the. I think that's the difference with painting somebody else's stuff. Is like, yeah, I have quite a vast array of other things that I want to paint, but I would have never picked up and had the opportunity to paint this scourge dreadnought. Uh, 
and I'm thoroughly enjoying the process. I have to admit, it's, it's been fun. Um, I'm glad it's nearly... I'm just going around fixing bits where I may spilt a bit of ink here and there. Um, but I think the thing's that big that you won't really notice once it's on the stand. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. Um, but, sorry, pretty pretty much in the final stretch. Yeah, but uh, who has a dog and why are they not on stream? Oh, uh, that, I'm guessing that... it's Trevor. Uh, uh, I thought it was Trevor. No, Trevor. Trevor's a good boy. It's my it, it's it's my dog. It's Russell. He's yeah, bringing Russell. Russell onto the stream. He's he's always on the stream. He's he's taking the day off. <laughs> he sits in the background usually. Yeah, he, he always hides. He does. Um, awesome. Yeah, so usually over there. Yeah, yeah, topic, yeah. We? we did. So quick, quick fire as we're at the, the back end of the podcast now. Mm. So um, this what is answers? absolutely, yes, yeah, so we want uh, one slash two answers. Uh, keep it brief if we can. Your most anticipated release for 2021 and or GW wishlist prediction. Um, so I'm going to start. Um, I would love to see Plastic Thunderhawk. It's always, it's always on the list. It's always on the list. Everybody wants it. I know now that I've said it, it's now gone back to the back of the list, just like squats. Yeah. Exactly. Um, this is the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. it from me. <laughs> I am most looking forward to the um, city, the, the, is it the Curse City? Because yep. new yeah. skeletons are damn yes. We knew you'd I really up. hope they bring out the Malarian model, the Dark Elf Ooh, Shadow yeah. God. Oh yeah. Dragon yeah, Elf. Nice. I'm also looking forward to the Cursed City because it's like they um, have finally noticed that people do still enjoy Mordheim and they've then gone in and injected it into the current GW business model and positioning that they could do it in um, because the whole all the little trailers and things like that. It, it's okay. Mm. It's not the city of the damned, but it's the cursed city. So yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The miniatures that are going to come with that are going to be some that are kind of that kind of feel. Old world. Yeah, everything's screwed. You know, it's the it's the end times. Yeah, still back there. The whole thing. Warhammer Quest kind of is still end timesy, isn't it? Um, and those skeleton models and the undead model and the vampires that are coming out are just whoa, they look can't wait. Yeah, mm. oh, yeah. So they're, I mean, they're very much raw. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if they're going to be used, that's bad. There's new if there's new soul blight. Yeah, new rules for soul blight. New models for soul blight. Uh, not because I want to buy the models, but because I want the rules so I can kit bash more things for my undead elves. <laughs> so. You know, that's how mine is working there. Um, that, that's there you cool. go. Yeah. Like it. Awesome, yeah. Uh, guys, what about you? Any one of you? So? Uh, well, GW is making most of my dreams come true at the moment, so I can't really... I, there's nothing really I'm looking forward to, because they're doing all the Slash stuff. I've been saying for a very long time, oh god, why doesn't Slash have any ranged units? Well, because of the utter blisting encountering close combat. And But now, now... We're getting not one ranged unit, but two, and one of which is mounted on Seekers, which is just incredible. <laughs> so we, so Slanesh is about to get the opportunity to go full Genghis Khan, and the model range looks really cool. Well, yeah, it means you don't have to charge a unit of Wrathmongers anymore and get killed from attacking them. Yeah, that 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 they would have been nice in that battle. 
that would have been very, very nice. Although to be fair, the Demonet didn't regret it. They they had a whale of a they time. They enjoyed the time. Yeah, uh, I think you know, both parties enjoyed that. Yeah, <laughs> really. When when Corn fights Slanesh, nobody's unhappy. Yeah, it's it's a win win situation. Um, well, since you've had all of your dreams come true, incredible. And you've got a new dark. You're happy with the Dark Angels Codex as well. So it's oh, also. Oh, oh, I've been waiting. 15 years for these guys um, to be good. Well, I, I was hoping for an Imperator Titan um, for Titanicus. Mm-hmm. They've, they've uh, announced another one. Uh, I think it's called the Warmaster Titan. Have I got that yeah, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Definitely going to be getting one of those. Um, so, for my Titanicus army, finish them off. In terms of prediction or a, a wish list, I really want them to expand on Iden of Deepkin. Uh, I've got quite a few bits of bods for them already and I'd love to see what else they do for the sea elves mm-hmm. since they've yeah. done high elves so it is the year of elves I'll fill up awesome well they all sound really cool um, I also even though I'm yeah even though as you know I'm not a sigma or fantasy player I would and I want to play Blackstone Fortress I would I would definitely jump in on a Warhammer quest um, I think that would be uh, yeah definitely I think uh, we'll definitely try and do a let's play of that, maybe if it, if we get a chance. Probably yeah, I maybe one painted up. Yeah, I th- I think by probably by the time it comes out, I would like to think we're in a bit more of a comfortable position, uh, you know, global globally. Um, yeah. So yeah, we can we can actually sit sit around an actual table and uh, throw some dice together. Yeah, we're yeah, looking forward to that. Awesome. Well, um, that is it. That is that is the that is episode five in the bag. Yeah. Um yeah. so so thank you everybody for listening. Um we have uh, we've we love doing this podcast and uh we hopefully you enjoy listening to it. Um drop us a comment um on the video, um subscribe, um send us a, a little review if you listen to this on the audio podcast. I know we've got listeners from outside of the UK, uh, so shout out to America and uh the EU. Um we know you're listening. Um so you know if you if you want to Definitely, yeah. So if you want to, you want to obviously join in and uh, you know join the community, you know where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So it, it's it's goodbye from me um, and goodbye from everybody else. Um, stay safe, stay painting, uh, or at least building and enjoying the hobby. And uh, we will catch you again next time. Catch you on the Bye. Side. Bye.